Happy Birthday, Mr. President is a production of Big Four Enterprises, copyright 2019. I'm your host, Jeff Myers. My co-host is Carissa Slate. Our creative director is Shelby Myers, and our senior writer is Evan Myers. This is Happy Birthday, Mr. President. Carissa, if I was to say to you, I am not a crook. <laughs> And hold up two fingers on both hands uh-huh. and with my jowls, kind of. Who am I? I am not a crook. Richard Nixon. Yes. <laughs> Richard Nixon. We're celebrating his 107th birthday. He was born on January 9th, 1913 in Yorba, Linda, California. Now, the thing about Richard Nixon in our podcast is that he is really the first contemporary president that we yeah. celebrated his birthday. All the others have been, you know, log cabin presidents yep. and slave owners and early 1850s Civil War. But yeah. we've got we've got Richard Nixon, uh-huh. who was born in 1913, and he was the 37th president of the United States. Yep. Really, I think he's the only president born in California, too. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. That's mm-hmm. a very interesting fact about Richard Nixon. Yeah. Yeah, he grew up in Whittier, California, and he worked at his dad's gas station and convenience store when he was a kid. And uh, he would go to Los Angeles to the fruit markets, and he would he would talk with the fruit salesmen, so that he kind of got into, you know, the the business that his dad was in. But uh, Whittier, California, is where he was in. And when he was twelve years old, his parents sent him to live with uh, an aunt, and she taught him classical music. Oh. She had studied music at the Indianapolis Conservatory. Oh, how cool. How interesting is yeah. that? Yeah. And she taught him how to play violin and piano. And did you know, he played five instruments. No. In addition to violin and piano, he played the clarinet, the saxophone, and the accordion. Well, Quite a musician. Cool. Yes. Richard Nixon was quite the yeah. musician. Yeah. And when he was in high school, he played football. Okay. And he enjoyed debating and drama. Well, he was just a jack of all trades. He's a theater kid. Yeah. Too. Yeah. When he he wanted to go to Harvard or Yale, mm-hmm. but he couldn't afford it. Yeah. So he ended up going to Whittier College. Okay. Know, there yeah. in, in Whittier College, where he was from. And while he was in college, he performed in several plays in college, and he also played football and basketball. No kidding. Did huh. anybody know this about Richard Nixon? No, I as, sure didn't. As a young kid. Yeah. yeah. And he, when he was in college, he also got into politics. He ran for mm-hmm. class president his senior year, and he pledged to his class. He said, if you elect me, we're going to have a dance a month. Oh. Because Whittier College uh, prohibited dancing. Really? And he won, and they had, in his senior year, they had eight dances at Whittier College. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's cool. He followed through. Okay. So, apparently, he liked to dance, too. Yeah. I guess I didn't know about that. Yeah. Well, Whittier, uh, Whittier College wasn't a really uh, big school. He graduated second in his class. There were 85 yeah. in his class. But still, he graduated second yeah. in his class. So, he's a really good student. And uh, this uh, new law school opened up at Duke University. Okay. So, he went there to Durham, North Carolina and went to Duke University and uh, got his law degree. After he graduated from Duke, he went back to California, and he was in a community play. And that's he, so cool. He was a drama kid. Yeah, he was a drama kid. Yeah. He was in a community play, and he met his wife, oh. Pat. Okay. And uh, they, she was a school teacher, mm-hmm. and they got married on 
June 21st, 1940 in Riverside, California. You know, fun fact about those two. Before they were dating, they had met at the play, like you said. Uh And then he would actually, they became friends, and he would drive her to Los Angeles when she had dates with other men. And he would wait around just as a friend. He was like her chauffeur, so he... He was her driver. Wow. Yeah, before they were together. So they were friends before they were lovers. They were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, another thing he did uh, after he was married in, in June of 1942, during mm-hmm. World War II, he enlisted in the U.S. Navy. Yep. Uh, he never saw any service time on a ship or anything. Yeah. Uh, and he was discharged in March of 1946. So he served the country uh, during World War II. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, most of the things when you, when you read about Richard Nixon is all about his political career because he was pretty much in politics his whole life. Yeah. And yeah, finding some interesting fun facts about Richard Nixon was kind uh-huh. of difficult. Uh-huh. But he was first elected to Congress as a U.S. representative in 1946, so right after he actually was discharged from the Navy. Yes, and side note there. Side note? So, I love side notes. I know. One of his uh, Navy buddies was actually interviewed one time. Richard Nixon was very good at poker. And he won, they said, upwards of six or $7,000 playing poker. No. And he used that money to fund his first major political campaign. Is that right? Yeah. As a poker player. Yeah. Well, he did have a nickname, Tricky Dick. Tricky Dick Nixon. <laughs> Tricky Dick yeah. Nixon. So maybe that's, maybe where, that's he, where he came from. Tricky McTrickster. McTrickster. Yeah. <laughs> well, he got reelected in 1948 to, the, to Congress. And then he ran for Senate in 1950 and got elected and he was the nation's at the time was the nation's youngest senator he was 38 years old oh wow that is he's a very young man well he caught the eye of presidential candidate dwight d eisenhower and eisenhower asked nixon to be his vice presidential candidate so now we're in contemporary so when you're a presidential candidate you do get to pick your vice president Mm -hmm. candidate so he picked uh, Richard Nixon, and uh, so Eisenhower and Nixon were elected in 1952. Richard, Richard Nixon was our vice president in mm-hmm. 1952, and then they were elected, re-elected in 1956. Yep. So it seems that every election that he was in, Congress, Senate, and the presidential election, he got elected. Yeah. Well, it wasn't until 1960, and so he had served as Eisenhower's vice president, and he said, I'm running for president. Yeah. Well, in 1960, he came up against a guy named John F. Kennedy. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this suave, handsome, yeah, tough young senator against. from Massachusetts and the vice president. And one of the things back in 1960 is now you start having televised debates and sort of yep. things. So his very first de- uh, debate, Nixon goes on television and he doesn't want makeup. Or anything. Uh-huh. And apparently, he just looks like crap. Yep, next to JFK, <laughs> next to JFK. with a beautiful tan. Uh, and... Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Well, he did lose, obviously, yeah. to John F. Kennedy. But one of the things he said, and I thought this was actually pretty cool, mm-hmm. Richard Nixon said this, a man is not finished when he is defeated. He's finished when he quits. Oh, I like that. Yep, and that just tells you that, yeah. that Dick Nixon, didn't. he was not a quitter. So... Since he lost the election, he decided to, he was a, a lawyer, mm-hmm. and he worked in a law office in New York City, and he traveled around the world on behalf of his clients, but at the same time he was doing that, he was meeting with world yeah. leaders. 
building relations. And... So, because he had been vice president of the United States, yeah. so he had a lot of contacts. Uh, so it wasn't until 1968 that he ran again uh, for president of the United States, and he had to run against a couple of people to get the Republican nomination, and those two people were Nelson Rockefeller and Ronald Reagan. Oh, okay. My personal favorite. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Nixon got the uh, Republican nomination, and he ran against uh, two people in the election, uh, Vice President Hubert Humphrey, so... Uh, Lyndon Johnson was president at yeah. this time because Kennedy had been shot. Uh, so Vice President Hubert Humphrey ran and Alabama Governor George Wallace ran. Okay. And George Wallace is not going to be a guy that we're going to talk about in any of our podcasts, but he was just this out-and-out racist oh, really? guy from Alabama. Ugh. Yeah, he's really bad. Uh, but Nixon defeated uh, Humphrey and Wallace, mm-hmm. and he became the 37th president of the United States on January 20th, 1969, at age 56. Okay. So, well, his first term was from 1969 to 1972, mm-hmm. and our country was embroiled in a horrible war in Vietnam. Yep. And that's what it was all about. Of course, uh, we had race riots in 1968 at the Democrat National mm-hmm. Convention in Chicago and all sorts of things. So Nixon comes in, and he's actually a breath of fresh air, a lot of people yeah. said at the time. But he had to deal with the Vietnam War, and his, his pledge was to get America out of that. Mm-hmm. He, had, he was president when the Kent State Massacre happened. Oh, and I'm okay. not sure if you remember the Kent State Massacre, but there was a lot of... Uh, because anti-war protests on college campuses and Kent State uh, National Group National Guard troops were called out, and four students actually were shot and killed yeah. by National Guard troops. Um, there's a great Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young song uh, about that. Uh, four killed in Ohio. Yeah, and that's what that was about. Nixon in his first term, he was also president when uh, on July twentieth, nineteen sixty nine, Neil Armstrong. Was, was the yeah, first the step first on, the on the moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, incredible. And it was it was Kennedy who was in his term said we're going to put a man on the moon in this decade. Yeah. Uh, and America did because yep. it was 1969 that that happened. Nixon also he was working hard with building relations with uh, uh, China yeah. as a country that the United States didn't even recognize right. their government. Mm-hmm. Didn't even recognize them. And he also uh, worked to. Uh, improve relations with uh, USSR mm-hmm. and specifically arms reductions. Yeah. Because we had all these uh, nuclear bombs pointed at them and they had nuclear bombs pointed at us. Right. And it was a, it would have been total annihilation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nobody would have survived. It was, it was really bad. Uh, but he worked to improve those relations. Um, and then I wanted to mention that, uh, a real key figure in his administration and who has actually been in more contemporary politics is Henry Kissinger uh, started off as his National Security Council mm-hmm. and then he was later Secretary of State in Nixon's second term. Uh, so Henry Kissinger, I think, was a, was a really key guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was also in the first term that it was the beginning of the Watergate scandal. Yeah. The break-in at the the Watergate Hotel. And there's a great scene in the movie Forrest Gump when yeah. Forrest is staying at the Watergate <laughs> Hotel and he looks down and he sees some guys with yeah. flashlights and, 
And he calls, there are some people. The power must I think be the out. Power's I think out. the power's yep. out. <laughs> if only that was true. I that, know. That's funny. So, yeah. So, Is that all you got? I, well, I've, I've got more on the second term, but you said you had some questions. Do you want to lay them on me? Oh, or? well, I just have one question for you. It's a multiple choice question. All right. You want to do it now? It's totally unrelated to anything. <laughs> we'll save it. Let's save it. All right. We'll save it. So let me get, let me kind of go through his second term. So it was the election of 1972 and Richard Nixon won in a landslide. Yeah. He was reelected. He, he won 61% of the popular vote uh, and 520 electoral votes to George McGovern. Okay. And George McGovern won 38% of the popular vote and only 17 electoral votes. Yeah. You want to talk about a landslide. That yeah. was so overwhelming. And by the end of August of 1972, the last American troops had been withdrawn from Vietnam. Mm-hmm. So, so he did end. I suppose we can credit. Yeah. Now, it was a horrible war. The way it ended yeah. was bad. And, and uh, you know, the way the troops were treated all those years was not good. But it was in February of 1973 that the Senate created a committee to investigate Watergate. So yeah. remember I was saying that it was the end of his first term in 72, uh, the election happened, and then it was in February of 73 when things really got heated up. And there's this famous phrase, it was, it was Tennessee Senator Howard Baker said it over and over again. He said, what did the president know and when did he know it? Yep. And I think that even in our current situation with, with our current president who mm-hmm. has been impeached, that's the question. What did the president know and when did he know it? Yeah. And that's what everybody wants to know. So yep. there were some Oval Office tapes. Richard Nixon kept tapes. He would yeah. tape his recording, his conversations with people. Now, some people would say, dude, you're really stupid because uh-huh. you're putting everything on tape. Yeah. He was doing it to preserve... Uh, for his for the historical record, yes. that's why he was recording his conversations. But he really was a tricky Dick Nixon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he he had enemies, uh-huh. and he was going after his enemies. Yes, and uh, it was July of 1974 that there were three articles of impeachment brought up against yeah. Richard Nixon: obstruction of justice, abuse of power, and contempt of Congress. Mm-hmm. And Things got to so bad that the, t- the tapes got turned over and he was going to be impeached. Yeah. There was no question. So Richard Nixon then uh, resigned yeah. the office of the President of the United States, becoming the first and only president to ever resign from office. And President Gerald Ford was uh, now the president and he pardoned Richard Nixon on September 8th of 1974, and I remember the quote that he said, our long national nightmare is over. Yeah. So I give Gerald yeah. Ford some credit because it was just an awful time. And yeah, he pardoned Nixon. There was controversy, sure, about that. Um, but uh, so Richard Nixon was out. And the, the famous photo of him getting onto Air Force, or uh, Marine One, that's the helicopter. Yeah. And holding his hands up with his, oh, I'll be back. No, he didn't say that. <laughs> but, but he left the White House. And everything. Yeah. So he never was impeached. He was not impeached. And one yeah. of the interesting things about it is that by resigning, mm-hmm. he made he secured for himself a pension. 
Had he been impeached, he would have lost. You're that. kidding. I didn't I know that. I, I didn't know that either yeah. until I was reading about it. So now there were a few firsts for Richard Nixon. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the first president of the United States to visit China. Yep. And he was the first president of the United States to visit all 50 states. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. 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 So, and uh, a couple of other things I, I, I learned. I knew this. Uh, Richard Nixon, he loved to bowl. Bowling. He was okay. a bowler, yeah. yeah. He'd sometimes wear a suit and go bowling. Really? And there's, yeah, there's pictures of him bowling wearing a suit. And he actually had a, a bowling lane installed in the White House. That's what I knew there was a bowling yeah. alley. I didn't know if it, if that's when it started. It was Richard Nixon that oh, had, the, cool. had, the, had the bowling lane put in there. Um, and um, he, yeah, it, it, it was a really kind of a strange guy uh, in that he just so, well, he was all politics all the time. Yeah. But then there was this other side, like a bowl. I mean, yeah. it's like it's almost like they, they don't go together. Yeah. So, um, so after he retired, or actually after he left office uh, mm-hmm. in his retirement, he wrote or he did a series of interviews with a guy named David Frost in 1977. Um, and like I said, now that we're in contemporary, I actually in 1977 I was 12 years yeah. old. I I remember yeah uh, those sorts of things. Um, he wrote. Uh, he wrote 10 books, and they were all bestsellers. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, two of them were his memoirs. And in 1980, he and Pat moved to New York City to be closer to their daughters and grandchildren. Aww. And uh, one of his daughters actually married the grandson of Dwight Eisenhower. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so so yeah. that was pretty interesting. Um, Richard Nixon died on April 22nd, 1944. 1994, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. In New York City, and he was 81 years old. And he had a stroke. He had a stroke. Yeah, I yeah. saw that. You know a lot of presidents have strokes. I'm, re- I'm recognizing a trend. It's, yeah. Now, you're a doctor, right? I'm a doctor. You are a doctor. Yeah. So, you're right. There is a trend yeah. that there are strokes. So, do you think it might have been the stress of the oh, absolutely. contributed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, at his funeral, it's just, this is an interesting uh, fact, that it, uh, his funeral was attended by President Bill Clinton mm-hmm. and Hillary. Gerald Ford, Jimmy Carter, Ronald Reagan, and George H. Bush. Wow. H.W. Bush. Yeah. The first Bush. Right. Yeah. So. He had a lot of presidents. Okay, so here's a random trivia fact for you. So while Nixon was in office, he was noted to, he enjoyed fine French wine. Oh. Okay. So along with his wine, he liked to have a certain snack, which may be odd to some. Was it... Peanut butter and pickle sandwiches, cottage cheese with ketchup, mm. or chocolate covered Brussels sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with the peanut butter and pickle because I like peanut butter. Cottage cheese and ketchup. Cottage cheese and ketchup. Yeah. And fine French wine. Fine French wine. He was an odd man. He was a very odd Richard man. Nixon. Yes. Well, this is the 107th birthday of Richard Nixon, born on January 9th, 1913. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Thank you all for listening, and we hope you'll join us for our next episode as we celebrate the birthday of yet another President of the United States, William McKinley on January 29th and Franklin Delano Roosevelt on January 30th. I'm your host, Jeff Myers, and my co-host is Carissa Slate. We thank you for listening. Please check us out on iTunes Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify, and we'll see you next time.